Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Don Pod for another another review, another loss for third in succession. I'm joined by Nathan. Hello, Nathan. How are you this evening? <sighs> Apart from football, just excuse football oh, for a minute. Yeah, well, everything else is good. Yes, thank you. I made a lovely dinner tonight. Did you? What'd you make? As often, oh, it was like a taco with um, roasted potato in it and cheese and and dressing and stuff. That Chicken better than the lunch you provided. Uh, certain visitors. Hey, hey, hey! There's nothing wrong with sausages and bread, buddy. No, yeah, well, there was, but anyway. Um, glaring, we're we're matching today. Yes. <laughs> if you're not watching uh, on YouTube or live, we are wearing matching attire. We've um, trialed. Is that the right word? Yeah. Some some merchandise. So let us know what you think. Don Pod on the on the trucker cap there, which I'm going to take off because it does not suit my head. And a lovely little jumper. Oh, it is very comfortable. Um, very comfortable. Very I'm not normally a jumper guy. God. I must admit, more of a shirt flanny sort of guy. Yes, I can vouch for that. He is. Mm-hmm. But this um, is quite comfortable. With a little, we're short at all under the logo. Which you can't say is not perfect right at the moment. Right. Uber, Uber. It's like we um, planned it. Have we been saying that? What's it like with the hoodie on? No, that's not going to work. It's not going to fit over your head there, champ. No. I've got a big um, head. <laughs> I'll admit, I've been saying it for some time specifically to put on a t shirt, but mm. it is. Almost spoken somewhat into existence. So it's funny how it's come up perfectly at the moment. Yes. Anyway, well, let's know what you think. Um, it's a trial to see if it's good quality, and I'm really happy to say it's excellent quality. So let us know. On to the football. Essendon at 39.87, defeated by the Port Adelaide Power 12.2092. Really are doing it. Oh, I really shouldn't have done that then and there, but anyway. There we go. I'm back. Um, Wiedemann, Stringer, Perkins, Langford, two goals. Merritt, Menzi, Waller, Hobbs, and Caldwell, one. Darcy Parrish, 37 possessions and five tackles. Merritt, 28 touches and 10 tackles. Big game from both of them. Um, I guess we'll have a little little warm-up, and then I'll go more into the stats for the rest of the game. So glaring overarching topic of conversation has to be the fact we are indeed short at all. And I wish I'd printed it on a t-shirt. You're very still. Are you still with me? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, I'm, good. Okay. Jesus. I'm being respectful and letting you speak. Just, just move <laughs> a little bit. Jeez. Um, Ridley down with concussion will miss next week against the Lions. Let's talk that it'll be two weeks. I don't know how it was. Anyway, we'll talk about the hit itself a bit later on. Um, uh, what's his name? Reed also pulling up sore with a hamstring in the VFL. So the natural replacement that we're all just making the assumption on Sunday um, seems Doesn't like that's not himself. an option either. Um, so frustrating game. I don't know how you felt. Started so well. Yep. Much better than the play. week before. Second quarter was okay. Third quarter mm-hmm. was horrific. Second quarter, there were signs that things were going a bit wrong. Like we... We couldn't defend. There was a lot. They were spending the ball was spending a lot of time in their inside fifty. Um, you know, we were that, that midfield dominance we'd had was gone because we we weren't winning clearances, uh, just normal stoppages. So, I've never. Well, I mean, I'm sure I have, but recency bias. I've never seen us so fumbly. Oh, it's just so shocking. And it wasn't wet or anything. Like it was. You know, no, it was nice. Well, it was a cold day. I'm sure cold. But it was clear. Um, so fumbly, just, just, and handballs are just missed by a long way. Yep. And the handballs were, the, the handballs were 
even so bad that, you know, picked up by commentary time and time again, not just as a one-off. I don't know if you heard too, that was their fifth win in a row. (laughs) We'll talk about the commentary too. Oh, God, for fuck's sake. It's Um, like they get on one thing at the first quarter uh, and they just repeat uh, it and repeat it and repeat it. We can talk about it now because it frustrates the hell out of me. My ears have only just stopped bleeding. Um, Thankfully pulled up just in time for the podcast. Jared White, no, let me try again. Jared Healy, hmm. awful. Just nothing comments. Crap. He forgot one of the Eston players for a bit. He was trying crap. to name. He, I think he went to same Langford, and I think he go, kept going Laverda. No, that's not it. Laverda, no. Not even playing. No. Dermy, who is a well-known Essendon hater, and I can forgive him for that if, you know, someone. We did punch him around a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. He can have a grudge. Was complimentary, but over the top. Just over. You, you said it to me today. Overanalyzing every tiny mm. little detail to excruciating proportions. Just needless, needless commentary. Um, Rashido's voice just rubs me up the wrong way. I don't know what. Well, it he is. just content's he's a, fine. Channel Seven have this issue, <clears> and I, we could go on this for a while. They have a few guys that are just their token bogan guys, like a Richo and that. That mm-hmm. yeah, mate, yeah, we kicked a few mm-hmm. goals. Yeah, they just yep. spoke to Richo down, just spoke to Dubbo down on the bench. You know, he just you know kicked a few. He's he's rubbing it out. He'll be fine. You know, they're to those guys. Get you arrested. Uh, also worth noting, this was Fox Sports, not Channel Seven. Oh. So it's completely slandering the wrong network there. Um, they feel the same. <laughs> they do. It's quality's awful. I like Hutto. He was yep. fine. Hutto's always good. Oh Christ. Um right, some stats, some numbers. Yep. Um minus one disposal, which, you know, I mean that's an even game, I guess, if you're having the same amount of ball, but minus eighteen inside fifties, second week in a row we've been absolutely shamozzled. Yep. Plus twenty two hit outs, which actually equated to some decent center clearances. We doubled their center clearances nine to eighteen, but lost Stoppage clearances by nine as well, so mm-hmm. broke even overall. Minus 17 on the contested ball, minus 28 marks, of which 15 were contested marks. That's a massive we just can't mark. We don't have guys that mark the it's ball. Not, we're not the biggest issue. Yeah, but can 15 contested, that's huge. Um, plus seven tackles overall, but minus seven inside 50 tackles. So again, a bit mm. of a bit of a work ratey kind of issue when the ball's in their forward line, not being able to keep it there, and then yep. suffering from the pressure that they were able to put on in their attacking 50. The, a few things have slipped in the last few weeks and they've just been by little bits and little bits and little bits. And that part of that is that inside 50 pressure mm-hmm. that in those first three or four weeks was really up. Like it was the Davies, it was, was Menzies. Yeah. Um, it was those guys were really running around tackle. Um, pressure was on, you know, they were, they were doing a great job then. And I don't know if it's because Stringer's now in the team or there's just those guys aren't affected. Like Menzi had three possessions, I think, in the half of 40 he was on, which is very poor for and a sub. Like he came in for half a game. Three touches is just... Two of them came in the first 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. And and that for, that's very um, ineffectual or very, um, you know, didn't have much influence on the game for a guy that played basically half of the game football. And if he'd come on in the, with 10 minutes ago, he, on that stat, he wouldn't have bloody got a touch. Might have been different coming on then. Um, and the other biggest issue is our mark. We've got no, we don't have an out when we're the guys are trying to kick it from our defensive fifty out, and they just want to try someone to take a mark. Like we have to kick to a contest and lose the contest, and the ball comes back in. That happened a lot. Well, I think because Phillips 
and Draper. Well, Draper, I don't think gets up the ground enough, or Phillips is just not marking the ball. And Wiedemann's job is not to be up there because he's the next kick that's meant mm-hmm. to be. I think we had issues with that in our setup. Um, someone on Twitter very rightly mentioned that any talk about us being lucky because Port kicked twelve goals twenty, we would have been better off. It, weirdly, mm. if they kicked goals, yeah, we center clearances, no worries. Clearing the ball after a kick-in. But a stoppage clearance, no. They just got repeat, repeat, repeat. And it's a fascinating thing. Like, I don't know what happens. Like, where we were so dominant in that first quarter, I think we had, as the commentators told us, every time it happened. Eight zip center clearances in the first quarter. Uh, Yet, we could not win the ball around the ground on any clearance, like a stoppage clearance. So, don't know. I mean, maybe someone more skilled would understand that what breaks down more for us. Well, I mean, we're... We're here to guess, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> congestion, like that's one major obvious difference between your center mm. clearance and the stoppage. Just congestion, bodies around the ball, and the setup around that. And so many times, mm. we seem to overcommit to one side. Yep. And the ball comes out the other, and they've got three yep. or four blokes there. Not just Port; it's been an ongoing thing mm. back to Anzac Day, at least that I can remember, where they've got three or four guys running, and that can all just handle, 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 kick. They're free. They're gone. Yep. So. Which I think I'm, it's a structural thing yep. where we get all sucked to one side, whereas at the centre clearance, you're you're kind of stationed at a equal distance around the centre circle. I had a theory that I wondered if it was like, I don't think, and I, I don't want us to go chasing this person, but I don't think we have the stronger, like I still feel like our midfielders, and, and to be honest, our forwards and backs aren't strong enough. Like we have a lot of skinnier players, you know, like, you know, like the Zerk Thatchers who, you know, struggle on the big forwards and even Ridley and, you know, and Redmond's not a big guy, you know, like Perkins is not big, you know, like Stringer's a muscly well, dude or, or can use his bulk to go through. But who else would there be him? There'd be Tip and Woody. He's pretty, be hard to tackle or can hold a tackle. The hips. After that, it would drop away really quickly in guys that are, you know, strong, mm. that you think of as strong units. Yeah, you're right. Uh- Symbolic somewhat of being a young mm. side. Well, there's, there's that. But then you look at... Sydney are young and they seem to tackle. Well, the Swans, I was more leaning towards... I don't know if you had a chance to watch um, Gold Coast and Melbourne. Mm, true. Matty Rowell. He eats grass. Uh, he eats grass. Maybe we, maybe that's where we're going wrong. Mm. He's a machine of a human being. He just throws Riddles. himself about... Mm. Holds it like he's an unreal footballer. And we saw it against us that he was like that. But to see him against a Melbourne midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's young. He's my point there. Like it's not, yeah. no, it's no, not you're right. as easy as just saying oh, we're a young side. Yes, he's probably a different shape and, you know, whatever. But do you think the other issue just is the fact that we don't have a, honestly, we don't have a great list. We have a, a very good best 22, like not a very good, but a good best 22. Like well, it's the bottom If six, we're picking all our players, but now Ridley's out, Laverde's out, um, you know, we're short. We could do with like a Cox or a Reed or a Stewart even, like, you know, as those extra big body tall defenders. And then without right, you know, that help affects his structure. I think um, I don't think Phillips is cutting the mustard, to be no, honest. I'd love to see Brian come in I and wanna... take his place. I want to talk about Phillips a bit later yep. on. Um, I think the issue is we've got the tools that we've got are younger, apart mm-hmm. from the guys that start, so the Ridleys and the Zerk Thatchers and Laverde. 
the rest are quite young. Mm. And naturally, like and- it happens a lot. When mm. you're 200 centimetres and 18, 19, 20, you have a lot of back injuries. It's not just us. It's it's quite a yep. common thing. Yep. So I think there's a bit of pain in that sense to go through. And I know there's talk of us picking up uh, McDonald. Tip and we've already got him. No, 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 good one. Oh, from um, you used to play for Melbourne. Yeah, um, just as an option, and yep. he's copping some. I mean, there's a bit of talk on Twitter. Was in that Brown? Yeah, Remember Brown? We had was it Brown that went to Melbourne? Yeah, Mitch Brown. Yeah, Mitch Brown. He'd be handy. Yeah. Maybe. Although well, you and I both said to each other, we watched the Sydney game and saw <laughs> yes. um, Aaron Francis yet Aaron again Francis. playing forward. It was be useful down back this week. Missing a set shot from 25 out. Classic yeah, winger. I saw that. Oh, Franger. Why do you wear the 10? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm an advocate of just going, you know what? Let's get a 195 to 200 centimetre footballer, preferably 25 plus. I don't care if they're any good at football. If you can put your arm up and punch a ball. And run a uh, bit. You are in. Like, mm. Well, it's going to be an interesting situation this week if I can jump into that one quickly. Like, So we've got... Obviously, Zerk Thatcher, who's 196 five. or something, five, up against, so it'd be Hipwood and Danaher, both 200 centimetres. I'll give them roughly around there. Um, so it's Zerk Thatcher and then nothing. Like the next, and and I, I, while we're on this, can you answer a question to me? I can try. For me? Langford, mm-hmm. forward uh. or back? <laughs> yeah. um, look, I was an advocate of the whole multi. Lingual multi position thing, but you know, forward. He just to me, he gets lost back. We can see 10 goals in a row forward. No, and plus, I I, I don't, I think it hurts us when he goes back because we don't have anyone. Well, we still have forwards, but he's so he really affects the game forward because he drags a defender into the game, he usually beats them and brings the ball, or if you don't mark it and kick the goal, brings the ball down, he can be effective. Defender wise, he's just lost. He's he's not really doing anything useful. He's sort of he's there and about, but he's not really reading. If he's by himself, he'll take the mark. But if he's actually expected to beat a, a forward one on one, no. I think to illustrate that, he had four touches to quarter time, one goal and three goal assists. Yeah, and the kick to Wiedemann in the pocket was beautiful. Yep. Um, I don't remember the other goal assists, but but if he goes down back, he doesn't do anything useful for us. Yeah, yeah. I I'm like I said, I was. On the whole versatility bandwagon, but no, now forward. So my question 100%. is, do we, for this twin towers that we're coming up against, do we pick a Hayes, who's Just only a kid, but he is 199, isn't he, or something like that? 198, 199? 199.84 kilos. Oh. Yep. I think well, we you to. just you just have to you can't you can't pick. I think there's talk. Montgomery had a very good game, but he's one ninety. Can't put a one ninety kid on a two hundred like. Is this going to be punching his arms all day and giving away free kicks? Which, if that has to be, that's not it, how it's going to be free kicks or outmarked. Like, there's not going to be. Yeah, but the two hundred of... kids, two hundred centimeters. Like Hipwood would be the one I'd be targeting as a, the younger, because Hipwood plays more of that up the ground sort of roaming. He doesn't get deep like Danaher doesn't mind getting deep. He plays that ruck and then he'll go sort of go deep. They both they can both push up though. Um, I reckon. See, to me, it's Brian. Brian comes in. Phillips goes out. Brian, I'm not saying goes as a defender, although I don't know what he's like, but at least he, I think he's got more mobility and he's he takes more marks. He's a better ruckman than Phillips. 
Yeah. Can we can we just get back on? No, track? I'm all over We're, the place. I'm very frustrated. You are frustrated, but we will we'll talk about next week at the end. So sorry. Let's just jump back. That's okay. It's all relevant, but let's yeah. not go too hard on next week just yet. I've written down a few things that I wanted to mention. I think we could talk about. Yep. Kick to handball ratio. Here's a thing I haven't looked at for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1.6 for them, as good as 1.2 for us. So they had mm. a lot more kicks and a lot less handballs, basically. Yep. Just over-possessing the footy. And so often handball goes to dirt rather than hands, and then it's a fumble, and then they win the ball back. And it's always so much more obvious when your opposition's clean yeah. when you're not. And well, that so was what, often yeah. they just run past, scoop it up, handball, see you later. We lost this game by five points. Yeah. It's amazing to me. Well, and that's what was working for us in the first few quarters was that, uh, first few games was that handball run, handball carry. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this game, we just couldn't hit the target. Yeah. And so like, do you just say, well, that's just that game and you keep going? Yes, it's not a theme yet. Mm. So I can cop that. Fiercely handballing as hard as you can to a teammate two metres away is a Did, thing. Now, who was that? I saw that one. It bounced off his chest. It was someone to Stringer. Yeah. In in their defence, I don't think it was meant for Stringer. Mm. But I reckon I saw another one then. I reckon one was to Kelly we do it bounced just, off his chest. Yeah. We do just seem to panic and fire out the quickest buggering handball. Just just take a little bit off it and just hit your teammate. He's your teammate. I remember playing cricket as a kid, being told the wicket keeper's your teammate. Don't try and kill him with a throw. <laughs> the same shit. Yeah. Um, now, you gave me a lovely stat before the pod about oh. our centre bounce tendencies. I know you being a fantasy freako, love your CBAs. I was fascinated by this one. Will Setterfield, tell me, how many percent did he attend at the centre bounce? Well, he zero, zero. The hell? Yeah, I'll just reel off his percentage-wise in the last few games. So it's sixty-eight, seventy-six, sixty-two, sixty-eight, ninety. Like what? What's so then he went to zero. Like he didn't attend a CBA. That's Actually, really interesting. I thought. What are you? Hmm. And, and it works both ways because we won those first seven or eight, like we talked about. Mm. So was it better? I don't know. What I should have looked at when you told me that particular stat is his heat map. Where, where the frigging heck did he play? Oh, I reckon he played, um, uh, I watched it, and I thought he was playing more of a half forward or half back or something like that. So he had 16 touches, the sets. Yep. Uh, yeah, sort of wing half back was the most. Mm. Maybe he was there. When did Ridley go down? Maybe, now that was too late for that. Well, that was in the second quarter. Well, so... First quarter, he had six touches, 60% defensive half. Oh, did he go to the wing because Durham wasn't playing? Maybe. That's a good share. Only one disposal in the second quarter. That was in the defensive half. Mm. Third quarter, every single disposal was in the defensive half. Yep. And that's and when Ridley fourth, had gone down, so maybe they sent him back. You're probably not a million miles off with the wing shout. Mm. Well, I would because he's played wing, obviously, at Carlton, even though the embarrassing thing about that is that every Carlton supporter I spoke to when he came, I said, oh, he's no good on the wing. He's good good in the midfield, but he's no good on a wing. So what do we do once we get a player out? We put him on the wing. Yeah, you'd almost cop putting Heppel on the wing and just going, oh, yeah, I'd well. Cop, I'd cop putting Shield on the wing. I'd put anyone else. Like, great, I don't know why Shield can't play on a wing. Like, I don't understand that. Like, great setup. 
um, and yeah. what do I call it? Segway. Mm, you love what it, I segue. call it. That's what everyone calls it. Mm. That bump. That's <laughs> true. It's what everyone calls it. That is what everyone calls it. Um, the bump, the shield bump. Yep. Can we just froth over that for a minute? Well, he had to do it because it wasn't early before. He didn't. He, a couple of times he hadn't even he, gone for a mark. He like a couple times, of times, to be honest. But he's not putting his. Let's just, let's no no no. Let's not do that. Let's let's just yeah. no. You do yours, and I'll just let's be quiet. Just celebrate I'm mute. The, the bump that split. I don't know who the Port Adelaide player was. Rosie, um, yep. Ben, one of them, straight up the middle, fair bump, won the footy, had eyes on the ball the oh. whole way, and I felt the earthquake here. The room just shook. Just a little bit. I thought it was great. So, interestingly, too, he had 41% CBAs from 20 the week before. So, and they're they're his two lowest for the year. So, he's been pulled out of the midfield and play more in a half forward role. Whereas Jake Stringer went 80% last week, 55% this week. Hmm. And Hobbs has come in. Hobbs has come in and done 34 this week. And Phillips has picked up fourteen percent of them. Yeah, okay. I know well, Perkins. Sorry, did I say Phillips? Perkins. You said Phillips, but that yeah, suits Perkins, me sorry. just fine because I want to talk about Phillips. Mm-hmm. Now this is now an issue for three games of football. Yep, that the man cannot take a mark. He started to clunk him, but there was about ninety seconds left. It was in the last quarter when he took two, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> You you touched on it earlier that whole that dump kick out of defensive fifty. You don't have to mark it every time, but we just got outmarked. Yeah, you can't be outmarked. You, yeah. you have to bring the ball to the ground. Yeah, and he wasn't he wasn't doing that. And when he did get clean hands three or four times, not just once, mm. he's built it. Yeah, and I'm really, 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 really critical of him for the kick with thirty forty seconds left. Yep. Where he took the mark, turned around, swaggered back, took all the time in the world, and then the kick dropped 10 metres short. You've got to know. Which I thought was hilarious because I thought, oh, he's got this. Like, he's going going Mm. back. He's normally a very straight kick, you know? Oh, look Mm. at this. And the sort of angle, it's going through. And And then then they cut to the shot where it drops. I went, fucking hell, that's not even close. You've got to know your limits. And. (laughs) I, before he'd even kicked it, I was like, fucking hurry up. <laughs> you are taking eight years. Get back and take the fucking kick. So if you miss it, we can have another chance to win the game of football. Uh, oh, it drove me up the wall. I I fucked my kale up because I whacked my couch and I knocked the remote and oh no. bad things happened. Yeah, I had to turn it off in the third quarter. The, was well, the then, then there was that little... game of football. That last little free kick to bloody um, Charlie... <laughs> Can somebody explain why I understand the the joke? But King Charles, they were calling him because <laughs> he's been such a great football player over his career. Well, we spoke about this today where, again. You've got a guy last week, Tomahawk, Tom Hawkins, mm. Tom Hawkins. He kicked eight on us. Had every reason to be wandering around with a bit of a swagger. No, just kicked his eight goals because it's his job. Mm. And he, and has kicked probably I'm guessing eight hundred or nine hundred goals in his yeah. career. Like he's a very good footballer, very and good he football has every player. right to be a. And him and Dixon, I think, are the same age. Like, yeah, every right to be a little bit cocky. Yep. Nah, not a shred of it from Tomahawk. <laughs> Charlie Dixon takes one mark. He hasn't touched the football in three quarters, and it's like, get off me, you absolute filth! Yeah. And kick two goals. Like, didn't have a day out against us no, or anything. Oh, just 
that's what annoys me about St Kilda. Arrogance without foundation. Yep. And it's always the guys that have foundation to be arrogant that aren't fucking arrogant. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Up the wall. Um, anything else for Phillips? Are we pretty content that he? We think I he just I don't I, I don't see the point anymore. Of Brian has played three good games statistically. I haven't watched them, but stats wise in the VFL, like he's twenty. I'm going to say two. I'm not sure. He's we're playing kids. That's what we you know, that's why we're playing the um you know um I was gonna say Menzies, but I was gonna come to him next too. Like we're we're playing kids. That's what we're all about because that's what our list is. So why not if we play two Ruckman, which I think is working, I actually do like the strategy of that. Give him a few games. Like we've got Brisbane this week who they might play their two Ruckman. They can come up they can have well, two big, big boys in. Yeah, and it's not just Hipwood and Danaher, it's then McInerney. Well, no, it's definitely their Ruckman, is that they can play two big Ruckman. Like they, they can go very tall if they want to. They, can, they could go really tall and hurt us. So I have a, I have a mate that goes to Brisbane, and we are yeah. heading up this weekend. So, um, yeah, loving that choice. Um, right. The other one just on that was Menzies. So I'm big fan of him in the first few weeks. Thought he played really good footy. Mm-hmm. His last... Two or three weeks he was dropped for one or rest, I'm not sure. I think he was managed technically. Yeah. But to come into this game when Ridley went out, which, look, I've, since that game, the Melbourne game where I thought we got the sub really wrong with Hind, I felt like we've got the sub wrong every time. Like I, yeah, yep. He came on for basically half a game, 43% game time was on that he played mm-hmm. and had three disposals. Like, Well... That's not effective. That's not anything useful. That's not. It's now. I'm not, I'm not saying there's probably a kid in the VFL screaming out for a game, but that's yeah. not working at the moment. It's a couple of times now where my comment on him is that he shits himself a bit. Mm. He gets the ball and panics. And there's a few guys like that. It's not just him, but it really hurt us on Anzac Day when yep. it was shots at goal. I don't think I'm too critical of him this game for the whole sub thing because it wasn't a sub we would have wanted to make. Like he's been thrown into the game not at a time he would have no, thought in excess not. to a position that he plays. But like it would have been a sub's got to have it's got to have some like it's got to have either flexibility. Like if you picked a um, Ambrosio, then you know he can play back and forward. I agree with you 100. percent Whereas. Menzi can only play a small forward role. So if you, for example, lose a Ridley, it's a real rejig. Whereas if, if Ambrosio was the um, you at least get a sub, defender. then he could have probably gone back. And, look, he would have played, we would have had a small back there, but he could have rejigged, shuffled him around. Ridley, I'm sorry, Redmond might have played on someone a bit taller than him. So I don't know. I, what, I just don't like it. On that. I don't thing, like it. No, I don't like it either, but it's not his fault he's sub either. No, no, it's not his fault at all. I'm, I'm, this is a go at the coaches. This is like, we take okay, off? when you're sitting there and planning the game, okay, what's the worst case scenario? We lose a Ruckman. Well, we've still got one Ruckman in, you know, in the game. So that's fine. We can work around that. If you lose a small forward, oh, that's not a worry. We'll just send, you know, Shield or, you know, Merrill. We'll, we'll send a thousand people yeah. Yeah, to cover that. But if you lose a tall defender, then oh, what are we doing there? And it's not Langford. It's Langford's not no, the option. It's not Langford. So that doesn't work. Um, David Junior. 
happy to oh god happy oh, I, to sort of bypass that as a bit I'd of like to see him and... play up the other end of the ground for a little bit to be honest he's one of those guys that I think I'd like to see him I'd like to see him do a little bit more than be stuck in the forward pocket because when he went out the other end of the ground there was a couple of little moments in that first quarter I reckon where he just got around got a kick he kicked a beautiful and I don't know if it was a came off the side of the boot or not but it hit a target perfectly <laughs> did you know the one I'm talking about yeah they but, always come off the side of the boot yeah, but he's—I don't know—he's got vision, he's got speed. Um, I'm I, there's something about him I can see I can persist with at the moment. I don't think his stats were any better than Menzies. Well, they were a little bit. So he actually had nine yeah. touches, only thirty-seven percent in the offensive half. Offensive, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and that's what I felt like he was—he was down there doing a few things. I thought, oh, he looks all right, quite comfortable down there. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. I, I know. See, what I'm a bit frustrated is that the coach Brad Scott has said, I want to just play the guys in their positions for as long, you know, get them really comfortable in their positions. I'm like, yeah, but the problem with that is that we, we as Essendon supporters, have seen them all in those positions for a long, long time. And I feel like, I don't know if I'm going to see anything new. Like, I've learned already enough about Langford. Langford cannot play back. No, and he's a very good forward. He's a very good. He could kick thirty goals in a season as a forward. I'd go more, given. Yeah, his but he could be a damaging half forward. Hundred percent. And you, I don't know how he fits into the team. You know, like if everyone's fit, like is it him, um, Wright, Wiedemann, Stringer? Like are they the four? And then you have two smalls at their feet. Oh, thankfully, Langford and Stringer can go a little bit onto the ground. You know, they can pick up a ball and be damaging. You know. Whereas I'm not expecting Wiedemann and or Wright to be doing that. Thankfully not an issue we have to really worry about. No, you're right. For the time being. But I'd, I'd like to think towards that, you know, that, that goal. One day we will roll out with our best team for a few weeks in a row, not just. God help the competition when we do. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know. I get frustrated. I, I, that third quarter still... I just felt like we tried to defend. and like It's it the Collingwood game that annoyed me. You know how when we were up we in that last quarter of Collingwood? And we, I felt like the coach said, okay, everyone, just try and defend in the last quarter. Everyone, we'll just we'll see if we can hold the 20-point lead. No, nah, couldn't. Damn it. Who would have thought? Not me. We need to talk about the moment that... We fell in love. Ridley fell mm. over. Mm. It's a weird one. And... It's almost like one of those ones you could chuck at a high school debating team because you could take either side pretty comfortably. Against Strioli, behind the ball, he's tried to block a run, which happens a thousand times a game of football. It's That's not, not a football act. That's no. not, not a football act. It is a football act. There you go. Um, <laughs> keep it simple. Got there in the end. Yeah. Um, the issue is he, oh, he's obviously left an arm out. Yep. And and that's hit Ridley in the head, not particularly hard from what it looked, but enough to concuss the man. So did you hear um, Dermy give that explanation? Remind me. Oh well, I, I think it was. I think it was half. With your best time. Dermy impression. Well, I don't want to do a Dermy impression. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> so Dermy talks about how he he talks to a lot of boxers because you know he probably works in that world or has those guys. A bit of a thug, and they yeah. talk about how that a punch to your front on like face that way is not too bad anywhere like that but when it comes across you like that 
That's, that's the... when you really get bad concussions. Like there's something like like the cook is worse than the jab, like, basically. So that's when you can break jaws and get really bad concussions. Well, and that's what it seems to be. That seems well, that's to... what it seems exactly. It seems to, and Dermy was sort of saying, you know, I've spoken to boxers and they were talking about when it comes across you, it, hurt, it you can get more damage than the ones that come straight at you. So. I don't know. I'm just repeating what Dermy said. Yeah, well, I mean, well, he's probably in the know more than me. Probably. He hangs around Barry Hall. He boxes. <laughs> well, did you see? Um, just to go on topic, um, Bell Chambers v. Bell Chambers v. Some, you know, Tom Bell Chambers is getting in the ring with someone. Not Paul Gallon, I hope. No, it's an extra well, football he, player. I hope he puts more effort into his I'm boxing. Search picture. it while you discuss. Yeah, you do that. Um, th- there's a lot of. Um, conflicting opinions among Essendon supporters, let alone the broader AFL community. And even uh, Mooney, is it? Cam Mooney? Yeah, Cam Mooney, yep. Is that who you think it's going to be against? The fight, Bell Chambers? Yes. Thank I you. haven't typed it yet. No, someone in the chat, Phil. Phil's given us the oh, Thanks, Thanks, Phil. I'm very that, I'm Phil. still typing. Yep. Yeah, well, that's you using. Oh no, man, typer. General, um, lots of conflicting views, and even to the point where there's a comment here again from Phil because he contributes. Phil keeps us. Phil keeps us. An elbow. Oh my God, comments. An elbow to the jaw isn't accidental. He jumped and swung. He knew what he was doing. That's one take. I don't necessarily agree with it. I think I'd have to see vision that shows that he get he'll get weeks. I don't think Mm. he get off suspension, but I don't think. Personally, don't think there was anything malicious about it. It was just wildly unfortunate and reckless. I don't think he was trying to belt him but in the head. I think he was just trying to knock him out of the way and, you know, and it and just it didn't work. did break my heart that he kicked a goal towards the end of the game, set up one. Mm. No, he kicked one. He kicked one. That's what I'm thinking of. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah. Shaked and baked and got him out to him. So that was a bit of cruel... We've uh, got some real pricks in their team, Port Adelaide, haven't they? Just, yeah, Darcy Byrne-Jones is a real... Yeah, they're rough nuts. Yeah, they're real fucking... Nothing wrong with that. Nappy, I wish... You know, like they're... We don't have those. I'd but like see, a few of them. See, this is the thing I can tell you. The thing I found fascinating about Essendon for years, name the last sleeved Essendon player. Uh, James Hurd? Sleeved. Oh, as, as in, in... Sorry, I think it meant long Tattooed. Tattoos, right. You see my brain went. Um... Carl Reimers. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not saying tattoos are tough. That's not what I'm implying. But they're usually a little bit of pricks, a little they're bit prickish. of C-U-N-T about them. Like they're, you know, they've they got some narkiness in the full sleeve tattoo kind of guys. Appreciate you think you. of the, you know, the guys that have sleeves. Yes. Well, yeah. They appreciate you. Um, Spelling the word. Bleeping out your own expletives there. But, you know, like, we don't, like, I don't even, there's, Stringer's got his tattoo you can see a little bit of. I don't know anyone else, uh, I think. So, every Apple's single Essendon tattoo, player, that's it. go okay. out and get a freaking sleeve tomorrow. We need sleeved players. That's what you need to tell Jackets. Tell Jackets. Get a Jackets, sleeve. if you're listening, can you find a sleeved VFL player who's 200 centimetres and can punch? Yeah, the ball. Ball. The ball. The ball. Not the face, the ball. Yep. I think... Well, that just about wraps the the review part up. To be <laughs> honest, I think a horrific game to watch. We shouldn't really have been in it, barring the good first quarter. Um, and moments in the last quarter. The, moments the first in the ten last minutes of the last quarter. 
it's still not enough. No, um, it's not, but it's what we got. On that note, can I please have your votes? No. Yes, you may. And do not change them for what I wrote. Because <laughs> what I wrote down before the podcast is what goes in the spreadsheet. I just looked at my last week's one. I had three stringer. I mean, oh, hang on. That's not right. That's not um, right. Three parish. Yes. Ooh, Draper. I thought yes. he was influential in stages of the game, but I would love to see for longer. And yes. one, the Langers. Very good. And I hung shit on you pre-pod. Mm. Pre-match uh, for not including Zach Merritt, who had 28 touches and 10 tackles and a goal. Um, Parish three, 37 mm-hmm. touches, five tackles, clearances beyond belief. Yep, I'm, I'm in agreement there. I gave two to Merritt for the reasons I just mentioned, and I gave one to Langford. So I like to pick a Ruckman. Yeah, you do. You are biased completely towards your Ruckman. Yep. And I am biased completely towards tall forwards. Except we don't have any that are good at And well, Rusty Martin. Because... Yeah, another good game too, Rusty. Yeah, he was solid. Yep. Hmm. Um, we touched on earlier. Next week is uh, Brisbane Lions Saturday night prime time at the Gabba. Oh, is it really? Oh, in Brisbane. Um, I don't think we need to go into the whole Ridley coverage again. We've we've talked about that. Um. Other than that, not a lot screaming from the VFL. They had a loss to Werribee, I believe it was. Kept them scoreless in the first quarter, and then they basically kept us scoreless for the rest of the game, it seems. I did look at that, and I thought, <laughs> we looked like we started well, but then we mm. didn't finish. We just didn't go on. I guess maybe Reed went off, and that affected us. Probably. Um only had 10 tackles. Do you reckon that deserves to come back in instead of Menzies? I'm... Surprised Snelling ever got dropped, to be honest. Yeah, same. On form. Uh, D'Ambrosio, 24 touches. Rhett Montgomery, 24 touches. Snelling, 19 touches in the nine tackles, as you mentioned. Baldwin, two goals. So that indicates, obviously, he's playing forward. So, yep. I thought he's played a pretty good game from Snell back. Well, yeah, defenders do kick goals. <laughs> but we're going to need a couple of goals from 14 touches if you were yep. looking at that direct swap for um, Menzi. Hayes, yep. 13 touches and three marks. Not anything extraordinary. No, but he's 199 centimetres. Yes. And <laughs> and probably go like that, Sam. Look. You can probably punch, yeah. Probably go like that, 199 centimetres. Just play him. Probably the most likely uh, change. Well, the one I want to see the most, probably not the most likely, the one I want to see. Mm. Brian, 12 touches and 46 hit outs. Phenomenal. The man is dominating. Yeah, like he's had Every 30 or 40 in the last game. few games. Like. Yeah. That's actually something I should have mentioned on Draper earlier. Mm. He seems to have finally worked out hitouts to advantage. Yep. That first quarter. Very important, just, isn't it? Boop, down the throat. Boop, down the throat. Boop, down the throat. It was phenomenal. I'm telling you, by the time he's a 28-year-old Ruckman with close to 200 games in his in, to his name, mm. he will be an amazing athlete. I hope so. I love well, him. if he progresses along a normal, you know, like Ruckman really 28, 29, 30, 31 become absolute, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure you look at Gorn at the moment, yeah. Grundy when he was really good, you know, Goldstein's still 30, 33 or 4, and he's still fairly handy he's Ruckman himself. Ruckman. Marshall's, you know, becoming his own, he's mid-20s, yep. maybe even later, 26, 27, so. Oh, it's exciting, and I would hmm. love to see him and Brian just rucking forever and being the new Gorn Grundy 
Thorne and what's the guy that left? Jackson. Oh, yeah, Luke, uh, Jackson, Lucas Jackson. Yeah, Luke, Luke, just Luke. Luke yep. Jackson, yeah. Jackson. Well, I think that with what I've seen of um, Brian is that he does look very mobile. Like he's, you know, the VFL and... stuff I've seen, he's only played, what, three, four AFL games? Oh, if that. And the I don't think game... any of them were great. Well, the one game of AFL that I've watched him play, <laughs> I can remember, was against Carlton. And me and you both commented just that he can kick. Mm. He ran and kicked. He kicked on the run. Yeah, his field kicking was pretty good. Yep. Which is not something you can always say for a Ruckman. Well, he would compliment um, Draper really well then. Certainly not Sammy Draper. (laughs) (laughs) Who, I mean, to be fair, his kicking has improved and his field kicking generally is a lot more accurate than his goal kicking. But Jesus Christ, the drop is just unnatural. Um, he's, he's, he's just he's all arms and legs sometimes when he's going at that ball. He's just everything. Yeah, but I love the way he goes about it. I love his style. Oh, he's heart and soul. Yeah, he's and as I said, 150 more. Games. He just played his 50. I think was that his 50 last, last week? Yeah, last week. You put 150 games into that, he will be a special ruckman. I'm sure of it. Yeah, he already is special, but in the fun kind of way. Yeah, hair flowing. Yeah. What? Celebration. Well, no, 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 no. Mm. Can I? So, how uh, are we going to deal with Brisbane? Okay. Well, I don't want. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's going to probably rain. We're not. We're not going to deal with Brisbane. Actually, let's do a weather forecast because I'm going up there. So I have. There was. Been... I did see on Twitter. Why are you doing that? Well, I did see on Twitter that you know, um, when I think it was just maybe around the time we before we knew Reed was injured. Someone posted, so poor old Reed's going to get picked to play up at Brisbane next week, isn't he, now that Ridley's out and it's going to probably pour down rain again for the bloke. And remember what happened last time we went up there and he had to deal with all that? You know, he got flogged a little bit. It was a awful bit. game of football, yeah. Yeah, it was a um, Back to 23, 80% chance of rain, but only up to three mil. Nah, no, nah, you're fine. That's good. Um, That'd be a nice day. High chance of showers. So not too much rain, but still 23, which is a lot warmer than it was here this morning. Yeah, we had a good frost at the morning. Yeah, same. It's cold. Look, I think Hipwood can kick 10, as far as I'm concerned, if Joe Danaher goes goalless. <laughs> Joe Danaher's not going to go goalless. I can cop that fair on the chins. How about um, we have a... We have like a... Oh, no, that wouldn't work. We have some sort of a shot for every um, goal oh, we God. let Joe Danaher. Oh, we let Joe Danaher time. kick. Hey? We'll be done before quarter time. Yeah. Honestly, I think we'll put so much focus and attention into Hipwood and Danaher, and it'll be Charlie Cameron and yeah, um, Zach Bailey. Bailey. Zach Bailey, yeah. thank you, I forgot his first name. Zach Bailey that kicked fifteen between them. Like, yeah, I agree. Or Gunston will pop up and kick three Gunston, or four easily. Gunston, yeah, mm. like wily old smart footballer. Yep. Look, I think it's I think a we're really impossible task. I, really do. I don't think. Any AFL team this year will have as tough a run as what we've had over the last four weeks, topped off by the fact we're interstate two weeks in a row against Port Adelaide and Brisbane. That is just rough as guts. Ridiculous. Like, it's a shocking After Collingwood draw. and Geelong, brilliant yeah. finalists and, and with Melbourne. reigning premiers. With Melbourne before that. Yeah. What, and, and, and we came fourth last. Like, yeah. you know, like we're meant get to get a bit, a bit of an easier draw. Well, it does get a bit less difficult after. I won't say easier, but a bit less difficult after. Still, but that, that is a tough six weeks. Get through unscathed. If we can, what we've been doing so well this year is just sticking around. It might not be pretty. 
Nice. Like sticking around in games. So see a bit I, more of that. I don't feel it's going to happen this week. I feel a flogging coming. I felt a flogging coming on Sunday, and we we should have had it, but we didn't. No, I didn't feel as much of a flogging coming Sunday. I feel like Brisbane are up and about. They're at home. They're a dominant side. They are flat track bullies, and they are flat track bullies, and they're they're scoring machines. Port Adelaide are not hundred and fifty point scoring team. They're not that guy. They're not that team. Charlie Cameron, you're not, not that guy. He's not that guy. Whereas, um, you know. Oh, sorry, not Charlie Cameron. He's not Charlie Dixon, um, sorry. Dixon, Charlie yeah, Dixon's not that guy. Meant. Charlie Cameron and, you know, Gunston and Danaher and Hipwood and, you know, Bailey and their midfielders are probably, what's his name? Um, oh, um, Knocking him? Uh, no, Who loves no. 40 in a goal against Essendon? Dunkley. Oh, yeah, They're the guys cool. again. Dunkley will probably kick Berry and McCluggage. They'll probably kick two each, you know, like. I'm really loving the fact that I'm going up there. Right. I love that you've picked a game to go into statements. Well, it's just one. I've got to make the game. No, no, good on you. I mean that in all seriousness. Good on you. He's a soccer man and got Bigger man footy. than me. And he loves his lines. He went down to the Carlton game last week. He's getting about him. So, you know, whatever. Never been been to plenty of games of football that we've lost. So it's no skin off my nose. I love going. And it's Queensland. It's a nice stadium too. Have you been there before? When I was 12, so... Okay, yeah, barely. Yeah, we lost. Um, it's an omen. So you know. A tip, please. Oh, seriously. Um, Don't you dare tip it. I will, I will drink um, a cup of Bundaberg rum on live on this podcast next week if we get within 30 points. Hang on, let, let me go back to that. We don't, one, we don't advocate drinking um, to excess. But you're gonna, what are you going to drink? Like a whole bottle? No, not a bottle, like rum, a glass, know. like a straight rum. Oh, okay. If we get within what? 30. All right, mental note for next week. We will just I, not get close to them. We'll not make such um, uh, such deals. Because recipe for disaster. Uh, can I have a tip? Just give me a number that you think Brisbane will win by. Brisbane by 55. 55, Yokus. I'll say Brisbane by 28. Hmm. I think we'll get flogged too, but you know, we've got to be positive. Um, yeah, of course, of course we have to be positive. But I, I just, they're, they're a good side. We're going to be short another player, short another tall. Well, who comes? Sammy comes back. Um, Does, yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, is does that push Setterfield back to the midfield? I don't know. I reckon that I reckon Hobbs out for Durham, and then yeah, that probably equalises the. Oh, people Setterfield. won't like you saying Hobbs out. Everyone Hobbs is everyone's favourite. I I have nothing against him. I just think he's the kid. He's the one that can come in and out a little bit, and <laughs> he he hasn't <laughs> been great. He's not exactly didn't set the world light in the game. I didn't you think. need to keep me in this team, Brad Scott. No, he's just. No. Doing his little bit, and he can play do that in the VFL. Yep. I want to ask you a couple other questions that aren't related to the Essendon Football Club. Any chat-related questions? But uh, I've kind of covered off what's been said during the yep cool. as we've been going. Um, Phil's matched you by saying he'll drink an entire bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label if we win. <laughs> Phil, if you if that happens, you're coming on. Nathan will drink his glass, and you can down that live. You better have Zoom downloaded, Phil. Yeah, you get that. 
ready to go. I think it's a pretty safe bet. But I think it's uh, good to go in with that attitude because then it doesn't hurt as much, personally. Oh, expectation is the worst thing in football. Yep. And that's what happens when you're 28 points up against Collingwood. That's why I'm not looking forward to playing North Melbourne and West Coast after this run. <laughs> Especially after Kane Corns has just told us that we've got four, we've got 16 points in the bank, boys. Don't worry about it. We yeah. have to go to Perth and play West Coast. We'll probably give North um, Melbourne this first win in about 10 games. Phil's not sculling it. He likes life. That's <laughs> I didn't say you have to scull it. We, no, we no, that's the, true. The pod's I'm, about I'm, an hour. So. I wouldn't be able to scull mine. I'm not a good scull. I can't even scull water. Like, I'm not a. No, you are a little bit. Well, like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, right, I want to ask anything? you some questions about non-football related issues. Yep. I'm sorry, not non-football, non-essendant. Do you find it ironic? This is a little bit rhetorical, but... Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? In the week after the AFL say, oi clubs, you can't talk shit about umpires, paraphrasing, mm-hmm. that we possibly see the worst round of umpiring. Well. And I've... Didn't mention it earlier because I don't want to blame our game on nope, that. It's not our game. Oh, you just disappeared. Sorry, I've me. just, I've just gone full something. screen. Sorry to the people at home. Um, the Melbourne and Gold Coast game was disgusting. Yep. Gold Coast got umpired out of that so, so hard. Yep. Our game, I thought, was pretty poor. Mm. The holding the ball was just so inconsistent. You Pushing in the back in, in marking competitions has just changed. Yes. Something's happened there. Um, just guys clearly fending off mm. when and then it's not being mm. paid. And the point at which I had to turn our game off was after Dixon put them in front, it goes back to the middle, Zach Merrick gets done holding the ball when he had next to no prior yep. and they went and kicked another goal. <sighs> there was a few of those no prior ones in other games too, where mm. you go, well, he just got the ball. Like he didn't have any opportunity mm. yet. You see guys trying to break the, t- push away <laughs> And get the ta- handball out. And you go, well, hang get, on. That, isn't that, what, just blow the bloody whistle umpire earlier and say, no, hold on the ball. You had prior, you got tackled. And the bounce in the middle needs to go. Yeah, I'm okay with having right. one ceremonial. And this wasn't mine. This was Jared Waitley said this. Yep. Ceremonial bounce at the start of the quarter. Yep. Everything else, oh, throw it. Everything else, throw it up. And this hurts my soul. To raise a raise credit, he figured it out. Come the last quarter, he was throwing the ball up because mm. he could not get the bounce right. No, but he doesn't need to. No, but he learnt at least. He clued but on. But they throw it up, up, except for the centre bounce, they throw it up at all the um, stoppages. Yeah, I know, I mean, so I why, why do we have such a nice to see an umpire using a bit of... Yeah, um, but AFL step in and say, look, we're just going to throw it up. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. That was my point. Of course I'd agree. Yep. Um, <laughs> I thought it was shocking and it's... The, the quality of umpiring in general. My theory on the umpiring, it has got yes. worse with four umpires this year, and I wonder if we have diluted the pool of umpires. Yep, nine extra umpires every week. Which means that, which would have to mean there'd be nine or ten, well, nine extra reserves, like because you'd have to take a reserve umpire into every game. Mm-hmm. So you would be pulling a thinner pool, like guys that maybe umpired VFL are doing more AFL, mm-hmm. because... As we're seeing like you're seeing so much inconsistency, even to the point of you know, there's a few a week where you'll get a one umpire will call it touched, play on, and the umpire other umpire will pay the mark, you know, and they'll be like, Well, what the it's fuck do we have to do confusion. here? I thought the point of four umpires, if you have a contest, 
and you whacked a compass over that contest. There's going to be one on Four every umpires, corner. you'd have one north, south, east, west. Yeah. But still, we have two umpire, or the two main umpires. You've got one at like northwest, one at northeast. Mm. There's no one on that other side of the contest. So and well, one still, hangs way back to watch the ruckman, the two forwards pushing each other and give a shit for a kick about it. The blind side of the freaking contest. But they're still Which giving the like, whole point of the. Mm. Mm. They're giving a shit free kick down the other end of the ground. It's got nothing to like. A couple of guys push, one guy falls over because mm. he's trying to play for a free kick and get gets, gets and a free kick. Yeah. And then when Ridley gets smacked in the head and rolls around the gun, no, suddenly no umpire sees it. We no don't even get a free. Kick. He didn't even get a free kick for it. Like because no. yeah, when he went sh- down, I, I didn't. You know, I saw him just on the ground. I, I saw go, him flop. Well, fall. what's happened here? Yeah. Why is he on the ground? And the, the, no free kicker. Then oh, it can't be anything bad. You know. But then the fact that he, he stayed there, and, oh, well, it must be a bit bad because he's okay. He hasn't got a free kick. Might as well get up now. And then neck minute subbed. <laughs> neck minute subbed. Yeah. Neck minute. I want to also ask you mm-hmm. how much it concerns you that Collingwood seem to really be sorting out their off-field issues. They mm-hmm. had so uh, Buddy Franklin was booed. Yeah, all day yesterday, and it's a bit of the Horn Francis from the week before. Or is it? it what? What do you? Why? You're booing. Why are they booing Buddy he, though? You're booing him because he's good. Essentially, he's been one of our greatest ever players, and that's why oh. you've decided to boo a club that criticised other fans for booing Ginevan last year. Oh, and who? Told, well, I remember when the, who, who was it? The, did you go? Who Buckley told Essendon fans mm. to shut up when we weren't even booing his player; we were booing the umpires. Yep. That's right. You're booing a champion. That's right. he he a that, and then you and uh, and Bucks has come out and criticised the Collingwood fans, and fair enough. And Darcy yep. Moore and the coach and the CEO mm-hmm. have all come out and said not on. But two factors: why boo the guy? He's one of the well, he's the best forward we've had. He's a generational player. Forever. Like he's he's Since one in a generation. Yep. Um, it's just no point. And two, Collingwood have handled it so well; it makes me sick. I don't know if I've had. I don't know if the fact they've made a press release means you've handled it well. Well, they've just they've they've nipped it in the bud. They said we don't stand for this. Fuck off. But the the fact that their supporters still do it, like that's the, that's what they need to get the message back to. They're not, they're not like the, the the press release to us is like, meh, that's not our problem. Well, the press release maybe. should be directed at the members. There should be a member email going out tonight saying, "Hey, if you're coming to our game, please don't boo everyone." Like. Unless you've got a reason. There are yeah. reasons to boo players. We could have, we, if it was in Melbourne. Booing, my concern would be they're booing Buddy Franklin because the same reason they boo goods. I don't. Uh, let's not go into that. Mm, let's not go there. But why Why Buddy Franklin? Why didn't they boo anyone? Did Buddy Franklin do something wrong in the game that I didn't no, see? No, it's because it's Buddy Franklin. He didn't knock someone over and be on play nope. or something? Nope. And this is what I mean. Like, North Melbourne fans booing Horn. Why not Francis? boo Mills, Heaney, or Mill? Um, Papley. You know, any of the Papley other I can players. forgive. Papley. Oh, you boo Papley all day. Papley like, he's one of those guys that should be booed. Horn Francis can be booed by North Melbourne supporters. Yep, 100%. As that's their prerogative. They from that, they've got the issue with him. If Essendon played Port Adelaide in Melbourne, we would have booed Rioli because he knocked out one of our players. Oh, after the game, yeah, fair enough. After, that, you know, during the like second after that board, happened, yeah. we, yep. we would have booed him, and that's fair enough. And that's would have been that's where it would have stopped. It wouldn't Outside have happened the, week, that, the year after that. We wouldn't have. Oh, I can't remember. X players go your hardest. Dirty flog moments in games. Go oh, your I don't hardest. even think X players. Like a player leaves your club. For oh, it a... depends on the circumstances. I'll yeah. still happily boo Joe, who's Danaher's a name. You know. Oh, I, I don't boo him, but 
I wouldn't boo Sard. I don't. I wouldn't boo Bernard. Boo Sardi. I wouldn't have been Monfries. Monfries left on good terms. I wouldn't boo Fantasia. Fantasia left on reasonable terms. Yeah, no, I just. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm, there was someone was talking about uh, the, the Redmond. Apparently, was did an interview during the week, and he was talking. Oh, you know, and they said, "Oh, do you think we'll leave him?" And I was like, "Who gives a fuck if someone leaves the club? Mm. Like if Parish leaves, who gives a fuck?" Oh, That's the interest. I don't want guys to stay that don't want to stay. You can oh, fuck off. Go play that. for another club. Good luck. See ya. I want guys yeah, that want to stay. Like Sammy Draper's come out and said, oh, "I love this club. I've signed another contract. I, I don't want to go." That's the guy I want. I'd care more about Dars leaving than. Um... Redmond, yeah, to be fair, stop. I don't want to pay him. No, you can't. If they want to leave, him. I'm with you 100%. See you later, champ. You don't want to play for the Essendon Football yep. Club. I'm not paying Why? you double your amounts just because you, you know, think that Geelong's going to pay you a good amount of money to go play with Geriatrics. <laughs> yeah. On that bombshell, mm. I think it's time we wrap up. Not wrap, don't wrap. Wrap up. Any final comments? Um,. I no, that sounds. No. I mean, I I'm real. I just want to see something a bit better. I think we have to stand back and look at the run and look at the team yeah, we played and right. just kind of cop it and go. Honourable losses, I don't like. I don't like excusing losses, but at the same time, I don't like losing. Got to be aware of who you're playing against, where they are in the competition, where we are in the competition. You're right. You're the bigger man, Sam. I am huge. Um, (laughs) On that note, um, I think that's that'll just about do us. I'm surprised we've scraped through to the hour once again. I don't know how we do it. We get to this point and and we're good. We're done. Um, you look like you're going to say something. No, no, no. Leave me to say your wrap up sort of stuff. Say my farewells. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. It's been really good turnout here on Facebook this evening. Appreciate you all. If you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, anywhere else in the world, we appreciate you as well. Worldwide. Worldwide we are. Merchandise. You can get the merchandise at. Not yet. Let oh, us know what you think. Um, there are going to be a few changes to the jumper probably. I'm not I'm not overly happy with what we've sort of written. Well, on there. I love it. It needs to say the Don Pod somewhere in my humble it's opinion. Mysterious. It's like Apple. You just go with the logo. Um, but they will know the logo. Big fan of the hat. I love the hat, even though I don't wear it because it makes my head look stupid. You do um, have a stupid. Show me your haircut quickly. Oh, no, I did before. You have to wind oh, it back oh, yeah. to. And they've got no context. They've never seen me without the hat on. True. What are they he had, he's had a crew cut, everyone, and it's he's lucky he's got a good shaped head. It's the nicest thing Nathan's ever said about me. All right. Oh. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll chat to you next week. Go Dons. Go Bombers.